K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a And welcome to the podcast dojo, baby. You know what it is. It's black on both sides. But nothing's black and white. Well, almost nothing. Uh, well, most is not. Eh. Well, some more than others. Uh. 50%. <laughs> okay. You know what it is. Damn it, you understand. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. My president is still black and my king is T'Challa. And my esteemed co-host, who doesn't agree with any of those things I just said, World-renowned, locally known, universally accepted. You know what it is. 90%, the 10% was bullshit. <laughs> Be honest. What's up, sir? Nothing much, man. But you know, your president actually is a, a burnt orange type of, what is that, cyan? What color is that? What, would that, what color would that be? Is I that, call that desert sienna. It's that, um, that Nissan Murano color, the one that's kind of like burnt something. Bullshit. My president shows up at fucking basketball games wearing black bummer jackets with 44 <laughs> stitched on the sleeve. And the power of uh, so much black excellence causes basketball shoes to explode. I, I did see that. I also saw um, he did an interview, some kind of panel with uh, Steph Curry, and he was just talking about twerking and all kind of stuff. First of all, you know what I need to do? I need to give a shout out to our brothers in podcasting because they have come a really, really long way. I watched the um, Jesus and Mero premiere on mm. on Showtime, and it was actually well produced. It's excellent, even better than the comp, the uh, Vice uh, version of the show. So they've gone mm. complex. They've done podcasting. They've done uh, Vice. Now they have their own network show on Showtime, and it actually is really good. It's free. Uh, for the whole episode, if you watch it on um, YouTube right now, but I just want to say congratulations to them. And if you haven't ever watched them, you should because that is basically the plateau or the next plateau for all of us. If we can get to that level, then we've done it. Yeah, you know, I, I haven't seen the this, this show that, that, that you're talking about, but these Zamero, yeah, they're they, you know they are they're a damn podcast institution. You know, they have. I'm not. I'm not going to say 100. They're the blueprint, but they have very blueprint ish type things that most podcasters aspire to. Yeah, I don't know about the blueprint because our show is very different. All, all my shows are a little different. I'm just saying that they've reached that level. And now they, they're at the point now where they have teleprompters and I'm sure they have nice writers. So that's what that's what you aspire to. No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about content. You okay, know, yeah. You know, yeah. But, you know, as far as, you know, you know, what, you know, podcasters, you know, wildest dreams of turning a, a passion project uh, into an actual, you know, hustle. You know, tip of the hat to Diesel Zamero. Yes, sir. But yeah, right, man. Your your president was at a at a basketball game. Um, bumping, powerful bumping fists. That fist bump her around the world. So powerful. <laughs> the power of black balls. Powerful man. You got freaking basketball shoes exploding. You got upsets happening. You got people playing beyond their talent level to to impress 44. Right. And you got 44, you know, later on dropping knowledge on Steph Curry. (laughs) I just got mentored right now. You bet your ass you did. Right. (laughs) He's probably still going to cheat on Aisha. Eventually. Just wait on it. If he hadn't already. Yeah. By the way, you know, we're not that podcast, but I am that dude. Uh, so, so damn! Did you did you hear that that Tr- Tristan Thompson cheated on on Khloe Kardashian? Yeah, again. I'm shocked. I'm not stunned. 
flabbergasted. How could this be? Hmm. The worst case about it, it was the friend. It was the sisters' best friend. It was Kylie's best friend, Jordan Woods. Got to keep it close, man. Hey, man, you gotta watch. You gotta you gotta watch these people around you. They sometimes it's your own people. Sometimes your your potential replacement is literally feet or inches away. Nas and Foxy Brown try to tell you. They did. They did. Um, Norse. But in any event, so... <laughs> so, Chloe, uh, I saw this on TMZ because a man has vices. Apparently, uh, has finally today pulled all of Jordan Woods' things from her website. Full disclosure, I didn't really know Chloe had a website or that Jordan had things, but you could say it's probably pretty serious, so... The relationship is, is ending. I just hope Tristan Thompson is able to bounce land on his feet. I'm sure they're like size 20. I'm sure he'll land fine. I mean, it's just funny. He's like the dude that as soon as the girl gets pregnant, he gone. Yeah. He's a he's typical. literally the epitome of that song, Papa Was a Rolling Stone. He's a stereotype. We should be congratulating Chloe for keeping, you know, for keeping the relationship as long as she did. A miracle. Amazing. You gotta find you silver linings, people. Yeah. But any event, back to this. Uh, if you haven't heard, I was talking about my forever president, forty four, and he actually showed up at a North Carolina Duke basketball game. If you're in the, it's a college basketball game. If you're in college basketball, it's a pretty, pretty well known rivalry. Yeah. They, they don't like each other. Yeah. You know. They, yeah. It's like you know, you know, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you, pal. You fuck you. Yeah. This just they don't. You know whatever. And what's anyway. so crazy about their rivalry is they're right down the street, not down the street, but you know they're in very they're in very close proximity. Yet worlds apart. Yeah. Anywho, so forty four is there because he loves college basketball. Everybody probably remembers. You know, President Obama was big on March Madness. Always releasing his bracket. It usually wound up in struggle, but whatever. <laughs> um. So he's there watching, and the, the reason why this game is even bigger than it normally is because of Zion Williams. Zion Williams is uh, is it Williams or Williamson? Well, uh, I think it's Williams. Yeah, I don't know now. You got me now. You got me confused. I think it's Williams. I'm pretty sure it's Williams. He's like next. Like back in the day, when LeBron was coming out. He was he was clearly next. Right. You know. So Zion is the is is the biggest buzz since LeBron. Deservedly so or not? What do you think? At his current level, yes. Okay. Uh, he's he's basically a weird. Hmm, no, there's never been a player like him. He looks like uh, Larry Johnson. You know what? I just found his game. You're welcome. He's like a much more athletic Larry Johnson, in my opinion. Okay, grandma. When Larry came out. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. Okay, I can see that. I should send this shit off to Adam Schechter and ESPN, man. I just figured out what Zion projects to be. He's a more athletic Larry Johnson. You know what I just figured out? That Barack Obama's um, opponents, you know, you know how we see those clips of Barack playing basketball? Barack Obama's opponents are very similar to Baylor the Great's opponents. Well, be honest, you know that security clearance, clearance also probably includes FICO scores and things of that nature. So I swear I saw the same guy Brock shot a three on is the same guy Baylor shot a three on. It's the same dude. It very well could be. <laughs> and I they mean, both said wet afterwards. <laughs> our, our brother Baylor the Great, you know, he does rub elbows and some interesting people, so it's possible. <laughs> anyway, back to this game. So Zion Wilson's like, you know, he's like the, the freakish athlete. He's 
much bigger than he should be, but not as tall as you think he, he should be. He's going to clearly be the number one pick, barring something completely unforeseen. He's getting ready to show up and show out for 44. 33 seconds into the game, just one problem. Be honest, what is your... What, what, when you was playing basketball uh, about a year, two years ago, what was your, what was your, uh, your, your, your basketball foot, footwear supplier of choice? Absolutely no other choice but Nike. I can't wear anything else. Well, why did you pick Nike? Uh, name, status, uh, you would think durability. Well, one of the things about Nike is that for years, and maybe even now, because I don't really buy Nikes like that anymore, uh, but for years they would have this little spiel about how it's, uh, it's been, the shoe has been, uh, has been, has been uh, tested and formulated to the demanding, you know, element elements or specifications of world class athletes. There's about a paragraph of something to that effect. Right. Anywho, thirty three seconds in the game, Zion Williams makes headlines. Normally, thirty three seconds in the game, he can make a headline by a rip at half court, followed by a three sixty dunk. <laughs> this ain't one of those times. Thirty three seconds in the game, Zion Williams, Williams, six six, three bills. Goes left, then decides to pivot. He pivots. Too much black excellence. <laughs> President Obama and Zion Williams locked eyes as he was doing that spin, and multiverses aligned, and the quantum mechanical energy that was released. <laughs> came from a randomized point on the floor. That point happened to be Zion Williams Nike PG 2.5 sneaker. And it couldn't handle the stress. Let me let me get let me blow Exploded. your mind. Let me blow your mind, Colton. So Barack Obama's there. We know he's well, a- before you get that, hey, this came to me. Did you guys check Jay Smooth sneaker? That day he tore his he tore his, his knee up. Uh, he was wearing Nikes as well. Sorry, resume. Okay, so here's the, here's here's the thing that's about to blow your mind, right? Barack Obama is there. Barack Obama is a, a, a past president, so you know he's a high level of pretty much everything, right? Mm-hmm. From what I hear, he was actually pointing at that spot that you're talking about. So who's to say he didn't make that happen? And I'm gonna tell you why. What second mark did it happen at, Kunta? I thought it was 33. 33. What's the highest degree of the Masonic order? Holy. <laughs> you see what, say what I'm saying? You know, folks, hey, you know, everybody's talking about the Illuminati and stuff. I said, no, man, it's in plain sight. It's right in front of your face. <laughs> it's right It's right here. It's right here. Barack caused the Zion Williamson issue. Because everybody knows President Obama, you know, he's got some real tendencies that come out from time to time. He probably had money on the game. No. He probably did. He was a gatekeeper. Zion wouldn't fold and submit to becoming a Mason, and they taught him a lesson. They had to show him. Damn. (laughs) Because LeBron probably had the same struggle. Yep. And they started taking away his hairline. 
Huh. <laughs> yep, and that shit never came back. Even though he finally he, he agreed, he's had the he has, he's had the Dion Brian Urlacher surgery, and it's just not filling in. I'm telling you, that's some powerful. PSA, shit. LeBron. You know, because I know you're down the street, LeBron. If you're going to keep wearing that do rag, the new baby hairs are not going to stay. Baby hairs. It's just you can't do that, man. You gotta let you gotta let the seeds take root. You gotta let them sprout. You gotta make sure you water them. Whatever you gotta do, take your vitamins. And then, you know, then only after you get to a good hairline spot, you know, if that means that I can't see your bald spot from literally 100 feet away, which is what happened about two months ago. When I can't see that, when it's, you know, it's, it's a fuzzy, you know, you know it's, it's mostly dark. Even then, right. probably wouldn't go back to a do-rag. Think you're messing up, Bron. See, this is why you can't. This is what, LeBron is doing the same thing as, as, as people who win the lottery do when they went, you know, who never had anything. You know, they get a win. They these big lottery winnings either get their lump sum or their new or their uh, installments. Yeah. So, well, what happens? They always fucking go broke. Why? Because they don't understand how to keep and maintain money. So, what I'm saying is, LeBron is probably was never meant to keep and maintain hair. Yeah. And so, anyway, so Zion Williams' shoe exploded. His knee buckled. He's injured. And the question is, if you were a projected number one pick and you just had an injury scare, why on earth would you play the rest of the season in college? I don't even say that at any sport. Why would you do that? Well, why would you play in college for free the rest of the season? Why would you just not shut it down? I haven't been following Duke this year. Are they, uh, they going to be a Final Four team or no? With or without them, it's fine. They have the, the number one ranked freshman class, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I say I say he played minimally, if, if at all. I say I don't give a shit if Duke was 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 the bottom of everything. Fuck it, no man. You stop. He has an eight million dollar insurance policy. Yeah. It's not fucking enough, given the potential millions of dollars he was going to make. I believe his that Nike contract, which by the way, the price just went fucking all the way up. Because Nike will now be fucking negotiating against itself. Yeah, they went because the stock went down. Because they cannot afford to let him. Yeah, their stock actually did go down that day. They cannot afford to let him be in anything other than Nikes. Right. So the price went way the fuck up. So I'm thinking at least a hundred million dollar deal on the shoes alone. He might beat LeBron's ninety million, like like you know when he first came out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. I expect he will. He's a tra- he's a generational. Athlete, you know, I said Larry Johnson. That's not true. There's really nobody like this kid. Um, I think he's going to have to lose weight. This is, should also be a wake up call to him that 300 pounds is probably too fucking heavy right. as an 18 year old. And it looks like baby weight, even though I know it's not. It looks kind of like baby weight a little bit. Nah, bro, that nigga's solid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Nah, man, that's that is not factual. You probably <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it's like, why are you playing basketball? You right. should be doing something else, like eating people. No, or f- fucking uh, be a you know solving crimes and shit. Right. Living, you know, <laughs> going out at night, being a vigilante. I mean, this he's huge. Yeah. Uh, but from a basketball standpoint, running up and down ninety feet of hardwood, day in, day out, jumping up and coming down because his game has a lot of air in it. He's a you know explosive dunker. Anyway, ultimately, you know, Zion Williams, a once in a lifetime generational talent. 
He, I don't think he comes from money. I, you know, my advice to you, King Kunta, is young Mac, black man, take care of yourself or they're not going to take care of you. No one's going to have your best interest at heart better than you. You shut it down and uh, you get that money from Nike. And we look forward to you playing at some horrible team next year in the NBA. <laughs> right. A high draft because they're all sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so, you know, maybe hopefully maybe the Knicks get him and then he can play with Kyrie and maybe KD. But if he goes to Cleveland, that would be the worst thing for him ever. He'll perpetually be compared to uh Bennett. Or Brian. No, no, depending not depend, Bennett. Depending on how good he is. If he sucks, he'll be compared to Bennett. If he's great, he'll be compared to Brian. Yep. So no, no, he does not want to be compared to LeBron at all. That that would be terrible. Can you imagine the pressure every day? Every day. I mean, any other play. I mean, LeBron somewhat deals with this with Kobe in L.A., but, yeah, that'd be terrible. Anywho, is what it is. Eight million, not enough. Keep it moving. You know, take care of yourself. Speaking of basketball, uh, apparently Ja Rule. <laughs> Of Fire Festival fame. You heard this story, be honest? I, I'm mad you called it Fire Festival fame, but go ahead. He was uh he was asked to perform at a Milwaukee's Bucks game uh last night. And um it was supposed to be a nineties themed event. Pause. Murder Inc. didn't do anything until the two thousands, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, so uh he was performing. You know, has a little set. Had a hometown Bucks jersey on. And guess what happened, be honest? Um, I can't imagine. No, he's it's is in Milwaukee. This is a Bucks home game. They booed him. <laughs> <laughs> he got some booze. Really? But this is the thing that I've never seen. He got a full set, right? He got singers. He got, you know, special effects. The best player on the Bucks and the MVP candidate, Giannis Antepaka. Antep- it's Greek. He's a black Greek guy. <laughs> he comes out in the middle of the set. <laughs> just starts his regular warm-up. Wow. Like he had had a fucking nuff. He's like, it's like, why are you still doing this shit? Nah, man. MVP race is tight. I'm going to get my shots up. Wow. Hey, move your ass. Wow. Hey, once you take all them, all them sparkling shit, move that out. Move those sparklers and that smoke stuff over there. Move your ass. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have never. The, the level of disrespect. Right. The level of fuck you as a staff, a record label, and as a motherfucking crew. Wow. I've heard of walking. I mean, walking to the bathroom, I would feel bad. But you've got to go. You got to go. This motherfucker came out and just started his warm ups early. <laughs> but fuck it. You know, I don't give a fuck about this shit. That's crazy. I get this shot right. I get warm. That's crazy. So back to what I said. I believe that Ja Rule actually died in probably about two thousand and um, and three aughts. Four when Fifty Cent killed him. He's never really recovered from that. Yeah, definitely. 
Anyway, so that's funny shit, Ja Rule. Maybe you should, Jeffrey Atkins, maybe you should uh, go sit down somewhere, but you can't need that check. By the way, be honest, you watching the Oscars tonight? It's Oscar Day. Oscar. No way possible. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck. Anywho. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oscars, so Oscars were so white that now they had, you know, they got Black Panther up for like all kinds of awards, including Best Picture. Right. You know how I feel about the Black Panther, because my king is T'Challa. But... <sighs> Best picture? <laughs> Look, I get you're going to overcorrect for some shit. I understand. I understand, you know, for people who are not complete assholes, just like uh, the Grammys, you try to overcorrect. Even in overcorrecting, you still fuck up by having J-Lo do a Motown tribute. What the fuck? <laughs> Different show, but... Anywho. Yeah. 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 So, and so the Oscars overcorrecting, so you got a lot of people... From Black Panther has a lot of nominations, and um, and so there there are more diverse people up this year. We're going to see, but I, you know, if Black Panther wins Best Picture, I don't know what to tell you. I'll take it. I don't even want it because I want to see everybody black win. I want to see Beige Panther. There is one. He's actually a. His name escapes me, but there is one. He uh, in Marvel comic book fame, there is a white-looking Black Panther who's wearing a white version of the suit, and he is a mixed uh, Wakanda. No, he's a mixed African American. I mean, he's there a mixed black person. There we go. Real shit. Yeah. So his suit doesn't do all the shit T'Challa does, but it does a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Don't need it. He probably guns. gets pussy though. He probably gets pussy off that suit. So. Well, you even got that good hair. Got yeah. them curls. Speaking, of got them curls. Um, <laughs> let's just get into this shit, man. All right, Jesse. Jesse, um, he's 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 he actually uh, has been cut from the final two episodes of of <laughs> Empire because. Um, just wasn't a good look, you know. It was making people uncomfortable. Jesse apparently showed back up at Empire after he posted Bell. Like I broke up with Lover. Yeah, he just showed back up to report for work, and they're like, you know, Jesse, we don't, you know, we don't need you here today. There's a lot of rumors that the character's being written off, but Fox has said they're not going to do that. You know, there's a lot of speculation that Jesse may just be outright replaced. But Jesse's had a pretty fucked up week. Yeah. Well deserved. Um and here's my question. Jesse is is going to be charged for filing a false police report, which is lying. We're upset about the lying because of the two or groups that were included who are often legit victims of hate crimes and which Jesse should be well aware of. So we're upset that he did that. And we want there to be some consequence for that. But are we going to sit up here? Let me, let me, actually, let me do it differently. Let me do, try a different way. Is there any validity to the argument that why do we rush to punish the black man for this when we've got hundreds of thousands of stories of people 
who have lied on black people and gotten off scot-free. And here's where I'm going to tie in, be honest. All right. Because you always compare, you only phrase, you've said it a couple occasions here and in the Slack room and other podcasts that um, you, this is like Emmett Till. Right. Now that woman, I forget her name that accused Emmett Till, she's still alive. She's 83. Yeah. And she's already confessed that, you know, she was complicit in this and nothing happened. Yep. Where is the public outcry to have her atone for a worse crime? See, Jussie's Jussie. The problem with Jussie's uh, whole uh, thing in in playing them on hate is that we believe either other victims will not be believed or this may indirectly result in more violence because people are going to feel justified. Whereas Emmett Till, this is a murder. Someone immediately directly lost their life. Yeah, kid. Well, she's 83. How old do you think Bill Cosby is? He's up there. He's up there. He's 80. Yeah. So we, we okay with putting, you know... People that we once held up as heroes in jail, but we're going to let someone who, you know, who, who did, made such an egregious, famous, well-known lie that resulted in someone's murder, violent murder. Yeah. We're okay with her just making it. You hit, you hit all my argument points. I was, I felt uncomfortable about the fact that she was walking around free, but then they locked Bill Cosby up. I was like, well, there's no reason why her ass can't go to jail too. Also, I feel like she should be in jail, and I feel like Jesse should go to jail too, but I can't say that he should based off the precedent that she didn't go to jail. So now I'm like, well, what can we give him besides jail? Because obviously we're not sending people to jail who falsely accuse people. So if we're not sending them to jail, can we? what can we do? I think that at this point, my daughter was talking to me last night when I was going to get Popeye's because Popeye's is delicious. She wrote with me, and... um. She told, she was telling me that there were people on her Instagram saying, pray for Jesse. And she was like, pray for him. What are you talking about? And I had to, I had to um, figure out what they were saying. Were they saying pray for him that he gets off or pray for him that he figures everything out internally? I definitely want people to pray for him to make sure he gets it together internally. As far as him getting off, I don't know about getting off, but what what do we do at this point? The precedent has been set. You don't go to jail for this. That white lady still walking around free as hell with her wrinkly skin. What do we do? Well, you know, unfortunately, you know, the, this is part of, you know, you're not going to like this answer, but it's true. All right. This goes back to being involved in your state and local governments. Why? Because the DA that brought these, that's bringing these claims against Jussie, you know, feels empowered to do so, swayed by the media, whatever, because it's a big deal. Right. Because of the time we live in. Right. Whereas I'm probably 100% sure the lady who accused him Till. I'm pretty sure she's still living somewhere deep in the heart of Dixie. So, you know, perhaps there's been voter suppression, but, you know, it's important that wherever you are, that you are you are active at your local level because this is the, going to be the people that prosecute the crimes. District attorney, that's usually voted on. Uh, and so, you know, that's what you could do in the first instance. What you do now is, you know, don't be so easy to be led by what you see in social media. I think they don't jump and retweet things and repost things. Because when you do that, you know, people who are looking for 
cheap validation who have these positions, like district attorney, you know, they'll, they'll go after these things. Oh, this is what the people want. Right. I, I think this is actually a valiant reason, too. Like, this is, this, this is, if Jesse's case causes precedent change in how we're going after previous attacks on black people, attacks now, I'm talking about attacks, somebody got really hurt or really are killed, then I'm all for that witch hunt. Let's do that witch hunt. What I don't want is the blackface witch hunt because that's fucking ridiculous. Paint on a face never hurt anybody. But your kid found dead, swollen in the face from being beaten and waterlogged, that's something to go after people for. And those people really do need to be brought to justice. There's there, there's no reason why those people are still free. Can I, can I want to jump in? Because I want to know why you think that someone being attacked, assaulted, hurt, murdered, killed. It could be completely unrelated by an effort to dehumanize an entire group of people because that's what blackface is. Blackface is let's make these people less than us. That's an opinion. I don't agree with that opinion, so that's why. You don't think that you don't think that black that's the point of blackface? Mm, you, no. You're the one that told me that it, the, the the person's often depicted as as lazy, stupid, slow, ignorant. That's fine. And then I there's, added there's, on over sexualized. But there's so much evidence of everything else. So that that's just ridiculous. If you if you're ignorant enough to believe that black people are lazy and ignorant or what stupid, then that's on you. That's that's a personal problem, but it doesn't equal death and that's what I'm talking about what it you may very say, well can equal what, death yeah, I would that, but say that's when just someone potential. I, you can't, you can't live on potential as, as lesser no who cares if I do this I get I mean, you but, th- but that's not the same I, thing as murdering somebody thinking that somebody is, is not worthy of life is not the same thing as taking their life we can't thought crime is not a crime it's about real crime. And real crime is a little kid found in a, in a puddle of water in a, in a lake swollen because his face is waterlogged. That's a real crime. Putting, putting, saying that black people aren't shit, I don't care about that because we prove that we're shit all the time. So it doesn't matter. That doesn't matter to me. I don't care what people are thinking about me, but I do care what people are doing to me. And if you're telling me that there's a, there's a real crime happening because of the way somebody thought, that's possible. But just because they think that way does not mean that they're going to actually commit the crime and we're not the thought police. Well, again, you know, there are parts that I agree with, parts I don't. You know, we're not the thought police, right. but, you know, for for a lot of, of these hate crimes, it does come from an air of superiority. And superiority is reinforced with negative stereotypes, the most, you know, like blackface. So they're not unrelated, and I think the connection is a little bit tighter. By the way, this bitch need to go to jail. Over Emma Till. Oh yes, absolutely. She needs Car- a, yes. Carolyn Bryant Dunham. She needs to die in prison. And yeah, so you know, she's out here living. They need to whitey bulge her ass when she gets there too. Yeah, you know, she's out here living. You know, but she's about the same age as Bill Cosby, who's in jail. You know, eating uh, ramen noodles. His lawyers say he thinks it's an amazing experience. What the fuck? You gotta say put a something. pin in that. Lawyers particularly defense lawyers, are capable of saying any fucking thing. Put a pin in that. Um, all right. So, you know, I, Jesse I'm not, needs to be punished, but we also need to, you know, organize ourselves better to try to get people, other people who also need to be punished, who do similarly egregious things that don't make the cover of TM, that don't, don't make TMZ's front page. Speaking of... TMZ's front page. This was a hard ass week for niggas named Robert. <laughs> I mean, if your name was Robert and you made it 
to, through to today. If you under the sound of King Kunta 3X's voice and you are free of your own recognizance and your name is Robert, you need to thank, <laughs> you know, God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, uh, Moses, all of them at the same time because it was, you know, it was rough on Roberts this week. Which Robert you want to talk about? Let's do Kales. Well, as you know, and people should know, if you only should been living under the rock, Kells, 10 counts, child pornography for children ranging from the ages of, I think it's three victims, between the ages of 13 and 16. Yep. He turned himself in about two nights ago and, um, you know, one night ago. No, two nights ago. Friday night. And, It'll be three uh, by the time they hear this. Yeah, three nights when you hear it. Each of these counts carry a maximum of seven years. And this is in this is in direct correlation with the uh, lifetime uh, program surviving R. Kelly. And so um looks bad. And then my esteemed colleague here posted R. Kelly's uh attorney, his defense attorney. He used all the money he has left in his empire to buy his defense attorney. And he, you know, found a white man who categorically denied uh, <laughs> all of this on behalf of R. Kelly and calls it double jeopardy, meaning yep. he was already tried for this. Here's the problem, be honest. Okay. Um, that's not all he said, by the way, but okay, I'll, I'll, we can stop there. What do you want else? What else do you want to add? Well, I mean, he, what he um, did, he basically, he, he looked at the, the he said he, they finally watched no. the documentary and that um, all these women are out here traipsing around doing uh, book signing tours and trying to make rap songs and they're doing, they're doing panels. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I was saying no because I thought you were going to say the, the, the most important thing that he didn't do that will require him to be able to make the statement he did. But okay. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Tell me what that you'll, is. You'll see it. Okay. So, yeah. So, he was, he was, yeah. Hold on. But hold on. He was saying that, you know, he's basically discrediting all the people who have come forward thus far um, with complaints about R. Kelly. He's, he's, he, which is ex- from the playbook of Attack the Victim. Yes. It is. He explicitly, which is a thing that a lot of people are not doing these days, he explicitly said that his client was not guilty under any conditions. I'm seeing so many people not say that, and you have to say that. That has to be said at some point very, 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 if very it's early. true, yes. No, no, Otherwise, no, no, neither, attorneys neither. don't necessarily make that statement. You know why, he, why you don't hear that statement? Because it's hard to prove once you say it? Because it goes to your own credibility as an attorney. Oh no, he doesn't give a shit about that. He's getting paid. Enough. No, no, no. That's my point. So he's saying exactly <laughs> what R. Kelly told him to say. Right. Most attorneys making that statement would 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 not say would not be so direct as I know or my client is or or unless something like it's that. true. You said it yourself. Dun dun dun. What he did not say. Well, one of it. The key the key theory of his of R. Kelly's defense is apparently going to be. It's the same girl from the from the two thousand and um, I want to say is it three, two? Yeah, he's only gone to one trial, right? And he's trying to say it's the same. It's that same girl, right? But remember, remember the problem though, is he's already admitted he doesn't. He's not seen the videotape. So one of his other ar- tapes. I'm sorry. So one of his other arguments is 
you know, all these are the same, you know, these are the same things that were tried before. This is the same girl. And so this is double jeopardy. But he hasn't seen the tapes. But they also and more say importantly, that the girl is not the girl. He, on a fallback position is, oh, I don't even know if there are any tapes. So he argues literally both sides. Right. But he admits he's not seen the evidence. Right. And he even calls into question whether there is evidence. This is basically some really Giuliani shit. Well, he didn't say he's any of this in court. Fuck. He didn't say any of this in court, though. He's, this is all on, on uh, somebody's videotape for an interview. So he hasn't said any of what you're saying in court. Once he says something like that in court, I agree. He's putting himself in a corner. But saying that junk for public opinion, that's very powerful. I, well, I, who do you think he's talking to, be honest? He's talking to public, the public. He's talking to the potential jurors. Whatever. He's talking to the public. All I'm saying is that the, the potential jurors aren't aren't as well versed in in law. So they don't know that that what that is a, a thing that attorneys don't do. What he's trying to do is he's swaying the public right now and he hasn't seen any tapes. So he's he's trying to force them to show the tapes, which is what they don't want to do and what he wants them to do. It sounds good to me. I think he's worth his money. Well, it's all of whatever is in R. Kelly's treasure chest. It's all the Germany money. Well, has he even have the Germany money? I don't. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If that, you know if that you know if that 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 wire transfer has been made yet. So, you know, basically, my opinion is that everything that R. Kelly's paid a, paid a defense attorney said is everything that R. Kelly told him to say. Yeah, I agree. The only thing that he came up with on his own, if anything. May have been no. I feel like Art Kelly's other attorneys spoon fed him the double jeopardy argument. We shall see where the chips fall. Yeah, he's gonna fall up in prison, going oh 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> when he drops that soap, um, so they don't take kindly to pedophiles inside the big house, right? Jared from Subway, which is a very is he odd even alive? thing. Nobody knows. That's an odd. That's an odd thing that these criminals who do all kinds of bullshit would have the nerve to think that that is worse than even anything they've done. They've killed men before, killed women before, children, whatever. That doesn't matter. But if you rape a kid, that's worse than tearing somebody's eyeballs out and eating their brain. Hmm, I don't know. I, I don't, agree. I agree. And so would, uh, the Catholic Church would not, but I agree. Um, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> uh, we're not going to go out there. We're not going to go into that situation. Now, I I would just say, if this were any other organization, I mean, literally any other organization. No, what if this was a was a, a Muslim organization? We'd be to hit them with a with a warhead by now. Yeah, but that's a whole other conversation. And by the way, I don't think Pope Francis. I don't think he can hang. I don't think he's going to be able to make it, man. I think he's going to have to step down. Good, fuck uh, him. I don't, I don't see how you want to be able to navigate this. This is probably what got the one before Pope Benedict. They need to put Benedict the board up. And the you covered up. If you knew when you covered up, everybody got to go. If you just if you knew and you just took one priest, put him over there, so he could have a whole new set of victims, you got to go. I want them to um, put the Vatican City up for sale and Kanye buy it. <laughs> Kanye, in, in Kanye's most Kanye, still would not have enough money to buy the Vatican. <laughs> you, now, now we talking about that Illuminati stuff. See, we come back. See, black on both sides is like Barry Sanders. <laughs> if we run off from you, you don't know where we're at, just stay put. We'll be right back. We'll come right on back. Speaking of football, so yeah, so so Ara, 
By the way, I'm a flirt. It's been stuck in my head since all this shit happened. Ara is going to be, um, he's on, he's, they finally gave him bill, $1 million. He had to turn over his passport so he won't be able to make it to, to back to Germany. Yeah, come wow, on. Wow, wow, There are other ways to get to Germany. There are, but he gave all his money to Rusty to defend him. So, anywho, um, another Robert got in trouble this week. I'll be honest, I know your least favorite team is the New Orleans Saints in National Football League. That is true. Because now we're able to watch it because Colin Kaepernick got his cash. Right. Um, Do you have who do who how do you feel about the current world champion champions, the Patriots? How do you what do you feel about them uh, as an organization? All I'm gonna say is twenty eight and three. Hmm? Twenty eight to three is all I have to say. Yeah, that's oh, all I have to say about oh, okay. I would say they've got a, a a record they've got a pretty well established record of, you know, excellence, hard work, dedication, and cheating to win. <laughs> I would say that is very accurate. So Huge Donald Trump supporter. Also, huge Meek Mill supporter. Odd, but true. Also, selfie taker with AI in Philadelphia. Bucket list. <laughs> Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we, I asked you if we thought he was hedging his bets. Right. <laughs> Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots and also the owner of an MLS soccer team. Well, he's, he's part of a, the Kraft group. I don't believe they're part of the Kraft Foods. Right. Uh, I'm not sure how they made their money, but they own the Patriots, the Kraft Group, and they also own Major League Soccer, the soccer team in New England. So he is the head of the Kraft Group. Well, he he hedges no bets. So, Mr. Kraft was, you know, at the Orchids of Asia Day Spa, you know, trying to relieve some tension. <laughs> it's, you know, it's hard out there. Even though you be winning, you know, it's not the wins that drive you. It's the fear of losing. You know, it's hard out there. Hard to be at the top. You know, he was talking to, yeah, he was talking to AI, you know, and, you know, he's, he's, he's just, you know, trying to reevaluate if he, if if maybe you know his street cred is not quite where it should be outside of New England because it's pretty low so he's trying to get his street cred back up he's thinking and all of a sudden boom boom it, no other move where you get one pumped in your ass it's a raid the the Asia Orchid Day Spa got raided by uh, law enforcement officials that all oh, Robert Kraft was there oh no it gets worse they arrested Robert Kraft. What? Get these cuffs off of me. This is an outrage. Mortimer! <laughs> Get my barrister. This is ridiculous. Get 45 on the line. That's embarrassing. So here's the deal. This, I still ain't got to the embarrassing part. The most embarrassing part is that he was charged with the crime of solicitation. This is, by the way, in, in, in Florida. Right. So we're talking about uh, solicitation in Florida at the Asia Orchid, I'm sorry, the Orchids of Asia Day Spa. Apparently this day spa has been under surveillance for engaging in, well, there's no other way to say this. Female sex trade. So they are bringing in 
women and forcing them to uh, perform acts at the spa. Yeah. You know, Robert Kraft's di- wife died about five years back. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, she was. Uh, she had a long bout of cancer and she died. Um, so he's been single since then. No real love interest. So, But even then, I'm like, clearly, how would he know this was going on? He just came there for just, you know, a rub down. <laughs> Please say, oh, no, no, we have video. He visited this place two times before, and we have video of him engaging in acts. Oh, I'm sorry, in the act. So I got to ask you, be honest, is he going to have to, is he going to be blackballed from the NFL now? Well, can I start somewhere else? Here's the problem. I, that, that whole story you said, the least outraged part seemed to be the most outrageous to me. So you're saying that there are Asian slaves in 2019, but black people still complaining. Okay, let's move on to Robert Kraft. All right, so Robert Kraft is definitely not going to be blackballed. He is way too high. In, he's far too high in the, the, the spectrum of owners and ownership, especially when it comes to NFL, if not because of his money, then because of his championships. He's, he's, he's almost Teflon, Teflon Rob. I don't think it's going to make a difference. No, it's not. But I have another question, a more pertinent question about, do you think he's going to learn his lesson? <laughs> no, not at all. He's just going to change day spas. He's going to try to find no, a no, more no, exclusive no, no. one. No, but wait, wait a minute. I know the Patriots won this year. I do. It was a bad game, but they won. I'm sure they're not really positive how they won, but they did. What's the thing about Patriots players' contracts? I don't know. You got to tell me. They're cheap. They only really pay Tom Brady, and even he takes a huge pay cut. Right. They don't pay people. And what does that mean? They're skimping, and they're saving, and they're always trying to do things on the cheap. You think it's because they don't have money? Follow this out. Robert Kraft's a billionaire. Be honest. If you're a billionaire, would you necessarily have to go to the party or could you just have the party brought to you? Not the same. Not the same at all. These girls are filthy. It's about the dirt. Be honest. It's about the dirt, man. You got to... Be honest. Yes. He basically... Instead of like, you know, going to like, what's your favorite steakhouse? Be honest, you have one? Steakhouse? Uh, I don't know. Ruth's Crisp because of, they make it crispy on the outside and, and juicy on the inside. So you like it seared. Okay. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so Robert Kraft could go to Ruth Chris all day, every day. Mm, no but problem. sometimes you want a Waffle House steak, Gunta. No, nah, he didn't even go to Waffle House. He didn't even go to Waffle House. <laughs> He's far dirtier than we think he is then. He needed he that. Didn't need that. He didn't even go to Waffle House, man. He pulled up. He had he had the Rolls-Royce Rolls Royce Phantom pull up to McDonald's. <laughs> and he said, can I get a McDouble? <laughs> a McRib. <laughs> can I, a McRib. Right. Nope, 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 nope. Two don't want to pay that much. Can I get a McDouble? That's a dollar fifteen. <laughs> Can I get a McDouble, sir? I, Can I get a McDouble I, and a courtesy cup of water? 
<laughs> no offense to this. And young, all the ketchup packets you can give me. No offense to this young lady he frequents, but she probably smells. It's probably like the like he doesn't want regular sex. He's punishing himself for cheating on his wife that passed. Like this is a this is a thing to him now. He this pulled is- up to Taco Bell <laughs> and got the and meat ordered filler. One item from the value menu. Cinnamon and asked twist. for a courtesy cup of water. Cinnamon twist, please. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's. Oh, oh, okay. I guess that could be his item. Yeah, that could be the item. He strikes me more as a as a as a bean burrito guy. Okay. from the dot from the from okay. the value menu. No, it's pretty solid. I it's think like, I think it's about the dirt of it, though. That's why that's why this place. Again, <laughs> you can. I listen to a lot of different things because you know Kunta does that does that, so you don't have to. And there's dirty, there's filthy. There are levels to things that could be brought in, purchased, catered to your particular level, whatever you want, the highest of the height. And this fool went to Taco Bell and ordered a bean and cheese burrito, thought about it and realized the cinnamon twists were cheaper and had and ordered a cinnamon twist and a courtesy cup of water. Kunta, what was that movie? There's something wrong with this man. He's got a problem. Kunta. He's got a huge problem. He's too smart for this to have happened. What was that movie where Ice T was hunted by that group of rich white guys? And and The Rock. Okay, that Okay, those Okay. I don't remember the name. You know, but I know about, exactly right? what you're talking about. They could have done Ice that. Ice T had those had those dreads. Yeah, they could have done that. They actually he Robert Kraft is rich enough to have brought Ice T in or the uh, the Asian equivalent to Ice T and chased her around a room and had sex with her and murdered her and gotten away with it. So you're right. He, he could have brought in the entire cast of Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> right? And had them reenact it with him, you know, come and write himself into the movie. That's not what he did, right? He said, can I, can, I get, can I get some cinnamon twists and a cup of water? Courtesy cup. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And he asked for his change back. He gave him a five, and he waited for all that change. He didn't, he didn't leave a penny. Right. But he took a penny. I mean, that's what this is about. <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, he's, this is, the old man is cracked. This is not good. He's hanging out with Negroes. You know, and rappers. It's just, yeah. So he doesn't feel I worthy. Don't, I don't know, man. He doesn't feel worthy. This is. The I don't way think this is going to stick at all. No, it's not going to stick. I don't under any circumstances. All right, man. Um, let's see. <clears throat> let's talk about some sism and get on. We've run a little bit long. Yeah. Um. Or as I'm going to call it, Today in Blackface. Today in Blackface. You know, there are a handful of newspapers that still exist that I think are somewhat impartial. Mm-hmm. The un- one of those is USA Today. I say The Onion. No, no, that's just hilarious. But USA Today. <sighs> We've talked about Coon Man. We've talked about Virginia and blackface in general. We've talked about Versace, not Versace, Gucci and Prada. And uh, Prada had a blackface key ring, by the way. 
And this just doesn't go away. U.S. Today, a newspaper that's not known as being very liberal or conservative, just a regular, regular national newspaper. One of its editors came out, comes, comes out saying, uh, guys, I'm not sure if this is going to be a problem, but I also posted a blackface picture in college. Wow. My bad. My bad. This is, we're good. <laughs> wow. it's, it's better that I told you right now, right? Wow. It's better that I'm truthful. <sighs> so we talk shit about, about Virginia. Tennessee said, hey, hold my fucking beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee might be relation. Said, hey, constituents. <sighs> yes, there is a picture of me wearing a Confederate uniform in my Auburn yearbook. My bad. Confederate uniform. I don't know if that's, I, I don't know if that's I, the same as blackface. It's not blackface, but it's very close to the KKK. I don't know if it's close to the KKK either. Come on, man. We got we got to separate so. how these How many how many uh, Confederate Civil War reenactors do you know who aren't racist? Go. Uh, lots of them, I'm sure. That's is okay. So go to no the ones that aren't. They usually uh, fight for the uh, not true for, uh, not Confederate the, the, the union. That's yeah yeah not the Confederate. Not true. If your great great grandfather was a great man, but also happened to fight in the Confederate Army, then you are you may memorialize the Confederate Army not because of their plight, but because of the fact that your grandfather lost his life there. That's that's not listen. The y'all can tell. Beyonce lives in the South, and I don't. No fuck all of that. Oh come People, on. People, you see Confederate uh, Confederate uh, soldier reenactments. There's oftentimes Confederate flags. Do you do realize and that I'm the wrong Kunta for you to be making an argument of it's about history, not about hate. No, so. but you come on, Kunta. You have uh, knowing something about history. You have to understand that the entire Confederate fight was not about slaves. It was about seceding from the government, not agreeing with the government. That's that's something that could happen. Right now, Texas has threatened that shit more than once. So that's bullshit. Well, you know, that's not completely true. A major portion of it was that the disagreement was getting rid of is, was going to have a direct impact on their ability to earn money with uh, by by farming. Some, and some of it was particularly yes. their labor force. Some of it was yes. So that was a problem. But that was just a, and when that they was say just it's the war of, of of northern aggression. They're also talking about that. You're going to handicap and cripple our the way that we are, you know, that make the thing that makes us uh, the most money, the thing that makes us powerful. You're going to try to negate that, that was one part of it, yes, but that's not all that it was. And also, not as many people as as like to believe owned slaves. That it was that was very few. It were, there were few in comparison to how many people were in the South. So that's just that claim. And is let's just, not forget it was a choice. What was a choice? Slavery. And also, let's not use <laughs> oh, slavery. On, let's call it what it really is, which is indentured servitude. Come on, man. Come on, baby. Because Carson. really, you've got people here who simply were given a free passage to a whole new country to work for a little bit of time. Come on, Ben Carson. I don't even know what we're upset about. I'm not upset. I'm, I'm just saying that, that a person who goes to a, a Civil War reenactment and has on a Confederate uniform is not necessarily a racist. There may be some that are. But being part of the reenactment— Do you remember the Mississippi— uh, I think she's from Mississippi. The white woman that was running for office. 
Um, and uh, she had said something about uh, lynchings, and they wanted her, and she apologized once, and then she wouldn't talk about her anymore. I don't remember that. <sighs> there was some woman in the South who was running for office, and she had met, mentioned something about uh, lynchings. And um, she refused to apologize for it. She was clearly making racist statements. Racist statements were part of her conversations and one of the things she did in her spare time was you know being a proud supporter of the confederate civil war reenacting people who reenact the confederate side of the civil war and there's a picture of her wearing a confederate hat and yeah. holding a so, gun so one person and now we're going to say no, everybody it's not one person. i'm just saying these are these are sample sizes of generalities no, it's not. that you can extrapolate to people no nope. okay be honest so why does why why did the republican governor feel he needed to share with us that that is out there. I think we need, we need to have an amnesty month, right? I think the month of March should be amnesty, amnesty month for everyone who has ever done any blackface or anything that could be looked at. If you call a black person a monkey, anything like that, March is your month. Come out and let's get the story out and you know what I'm saying, then we'll move on. Because unlike 2019, 1947 or 1967 or 1912 was a different kind of year. And things that were said maybe have been said from a different perspective. And now you've grown out of that. And so I think that we're going to give March the month of amnesty. And you can come out and say what you did and we'll judge it accordingly. But regardless, it's amnesty. We're going to move on because the shit is getting old. White people saying things about black Fuck people. Is getting up. Black people say stuff about white people all the fucking time. It this shit matter. is getting old. There's a, there's a power dynamic that's that's ah, absolute. power dynamic. The only nice. blackface King Kunta recognizes is Robert Downey Jr. from from Tropic Thunder. I don't accept that's your power it. dynamic, sir. I don't accept that. I don't accept that black people are powerless. I don't accept that at all. That's a ridiculous. In idea. some situations, they are. I don't agree. Well, you know, hey, like I said, you know, wasn't denture servitude that bad? Probably not. Um, ask you those get, a, ask get, those Asian you get, slaves. You get food prepared for you, and uh, ask you those know. Asian slaves in 2019 who are still fucking slaves. Ask them. Ask them how they feel about that shit. They're both wrong. We can do two things at once. Okay. Uh, one is wrong, <laughs> and uh, and and happening right now that can be rectified, and it, and it is. I'm there saying, was a sting. Not only are you a sex the slave, other, you have to fuck a Robert long time Kraft. ago, and it's still not been rectified. Imagine that, Kunta, that you're a sex slave and then you also have to fuck Robert Kraft. Ugh. He's, he's very close to 45. It's very close. But anyway, so, so what you're saying, though, I, it's, 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 ridiculous. It's, it's laughable to me, though, that so many people are coming out with this. I think that we do... Why need- is it laughable? I think it shows a, a key and dangerous and it confirms that this is a country that still does not know how to deal with this racism problem. No, it isn't. Kunta, this didn't happen yesterday. These are these are decades old stories. It's laughable because there are so many people that you people need to understand now that this decades was decades old. Decades okay, old. Okay, so 1980. So, so uh, this, I was like one. So that's, that's a not problem. One decade, t- a decade. That's in my that's in my generation. A yeah, decade that's is a problem. 10 years and we're in the the 20s of we're almost in the 20s of the 2000s. So we're not we are decades away from that. All I'm saying is what we have to understand is that times were a different. And I said that with an apostrophe. Times were a different. And now we have to figure out how to reconcile and move the fuck on. We have to move on. We cannot keep harping on this dumb shit. We have to figure out a way to move on. We have to. Well, 
I think there must be reconciliation before something can move anywhere. Okay. And I think that times are not moving on and that there are actually new um, terrorists springing up left and right. And um, one of those has been, did you hear about the, did you, did you hear about the uh, story regarding the United States Coast Guard? No. Well, I consider them my shipmates. They're my brothers because that's like the Navy that that stays home. Well, I'm going to assure you that this one guy is definitely not going to be your brother. So there was a United States Coast Guard uh, service person um, that has plotted to uh, kill several members of the Democratic Party. Uh, Wow, and also several members of media. Whatever. What is what for? What what purpose? What is he talking about? Well, his purpose is actually uh, white nationalism. He was a well-known white nationalist. Okay, and um, luckily the plot was sniffed out, and and they were able to get to him before he's able to hurt anybody. They found an arsenal, 15, 15 weapons, uh, hundreds of rounds of ammunition. And, um, you know, he, he has been, had been planning this for quite some time. And, you know, there's a talk about, you know, the rise of the white terrorist. We keep looking for terror everywhere else, but in our own homes, everywhere else, but in our own country, in our own backyard. And so a lot of this, well, that's, that's okay. It's too dangerous. It's too dangerous to try to just gloss over this and say, let's forget it. Because there are, for one, that's a very problematic thing because there are, are literally hundreds of things that still persist and continue from slavery to the detriment of people of color. That's another podcast. I'm going to limit this to simply people's opinion about how we treat each other and equality. Equality just doesn't, this idea that, that, you know, people of color are not less than just does not exist in white mainstream America. It just does not. And we're seeing, you know, these things happen over and over and over again. You know, there are real dangers to not knowing who your enemies and your friends are with regards to racial equality. There are real problems with, you know, where these people wind up. This Coast Guard person in particular, I mean, you know, specifics. Coast Guard, Lieutenant Christopher Paul Hassan of Silver Spring, Maryland, was arrested nearly a week ago on weapon and drug charges by authorities who said he was planning to commit mass murder. He had a list, which included Democratic politicians and anchors at CNN and MSNBC. Hassan had... Hassan had assembled a small arsenal of 15, ar- 15 firearms and more than 1,000 rounds of ammunition. Mm. A month before his arrest, Hassan performed Google searches such as, what if Trump illegally impeached? Apparently, Hassan was influenced by Anders Breivik, a neo-Nazi who killed 77 people in Norway in 2011. He had written a, Breivik had written a massive... Written a manifesto about the necessity of targeting political and media leaders. 
Hassan made a list of prominent media personnel as he seemed to be playing in Target, including Don Lemon, Chris Como, Jill Scarborough, Scarborough, and Chris Hayes. We can't ignore people's past because sometimes they do inform people's presence and or future intent. Not always, but sometimes. So you've still got a strong, strong uh, undertow of white nationalism in this country. We see it at every president, sorry, at every 45 rally there is. To be honest, did you know that at the last Trump rally, a BBC reporter was attacked by a Trump supporter? Nope, didn't know that. You know, frequently Trump talks about how, you know, the media are a public enemy, number one. I think um, so. So Trump had the gall and audacity to call this incident very sad. Clearly, he doesn't know how this happened. The people that support the current people that are controlling this direction of this country, a lot of the people that support them, you know, generally have a tendency toward white nationalism. That's a huge problem. I cannot, in good conscience, nor can you really, say that we just have to have a, a one day of atonement where we forget everything and wash it clean. I said a month, but... A month. People like uh, uh, Coon Man are not, you know, you know, they still have some of that in there. Just because they seem down, you know, they're still, you know, I've I've never dressed up in in in, in white face. Have you? Um, is that I don't a thing? think you can actually? Is it, yeah, get, is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. Sure, it is. Remember the Martin Show. Where there was uh, the white guy, Buckwild. No, it wasn't Buckwild. Bob. Bob from accounting. Yeah. Hey, what's what's cool? <laughs> Bob from accounting. Gene is going crazy. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's about as close as you can get. And then you got white girls with the with the winnings. Right. Um, Eddie Murphy did a special on Saturday Night Live way back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. So this is, but but you know, this is like a. This is like a, a fight where you've got a, a very large person and a very small person. The small person is tapping the large person. If the large person just moves his hand, the impact's going to be, you know, devastating. It's not Shaq's fault, man. I don't know why. While I just said that, I, I have you seen the video of Bow Wow and the, and uh, his uh, his his ex girl in the elevator? No. Uh, I think he got what he deserved. Oh wow! He popped off. <laughs> he took something out of her hand. He got up in her face. Oh, wow. I think she's like, wait till I get out of this elevator where I know there are cameras. I'm going to fuck you up, little man. Yeah, he he went full. <laughs> Listeners, go check the Bow Wow footage from the elevator. Uh, you'll see that Shad probably deserved the beating he got. I mean, who does that to a woman? He like got in her face, made act like he had to take his jacket off. Wow. But as soon as they got rid of company. <laughs> 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 you 
you know, I'm laughing because no, it's not. It's not a laughing matter that the male domestic violence or or male victims domestic violence. It's not. It's not. I don't condone that. I'm, I don't believe Beyonce condones that. But what is funny is when you ask somebody, you get in somebody's face to be a badass, and then you get what you eat, and, and you, you can't back it up. You write it. You literally write a check. Yeah, your ass can't cash. And that's and that's what this video looks like to me. You know, and and so it, I encourage you to go see more of Shad Moss lowlights. But in any event, um, I don't know what we do about the white nationalism that still persists in this country. I'm going to close with the problem of white nationalism in this, con- in, in this country. An Alabama news editor wrote a piece in which he said that the KKK should midnight riot again. Now, I may have lost you when I said Alabama, but he is from Alabama. And um, I'm trying to clear up what night ride means. When I hear KKK night ride, I'm thinking of lynchings. Mm, yeah, well, okay, so I'm going to give you the, the, the perfect example of a night ride. So you remember in Malcolm X when they came to the house and they burned it down and the, the mother brought the kids out mm-hmm. and they were standing out watching their house burn? That's a midnight ride along those lines. They go... You know, your your local shop owner and barber and fire chief and police chief, they all put the little mask on. They ride around at nighttime in the cloak of darkness, and they terrorize people. So I'm trying to clear up what he meant by night ride. He was saying that he, was, he wasn't calling for the hangings of all Americans, hmm. just the socialist communists. Okay. So, I don't take him in his word. But here's the problem with in, engraved white supremacy. So, he was replaced as editor of this newspaper, this Alabama newspaper, by a black woman. Before that, she described herself as, quote, a strategic leader with expertise in human resources, operations, and change management. All that means nothing. She took up positions Thursday. And before that, uh, yeah, she took up the position last Thursday. The name of the newspaper is called The Democratic Reporter of Linden, Alabama. So she's replacing the editor whose name is Goldo Sutton. You want to know the problem, be honest? What's the problem? He still fucking owns the paper. That would do it. That is the problem of inbred white supremacy in this country. They still own the game. Robert Kraft is not going to face any, is not going to get anything more than a slap on the wrist. Why? Because he's part of the crowd already. He's upper echelon. It don't get no wider. He's been rubbing shoulders with the black celebrities because what? Maybe he's having a breakdown of some type. Why else are you visiting an Asian day spa in in Florida for a hand job or whatever on the cheap? It's crazy. But it's not, it's what we know. I don't know how we change it other than continuing to put people 
in office who haven't been tainted yet and hope that they can stay that way. I don't know. I like AOC. I know you think she's stupid. I don't think she's stupid. Come on. I'm just teasing you, you when I like do that. Her. I don't like her, but I don't think she's stupid. Meanwhile, you got whole ass white people living their best lives doing things that we could never imagine. Be honest, you know Carl Lagerfeld died this week? I didn't know that. You know he apparently left two hundred million dollars to his cat. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Could have built schools. Could have you know, you could have had you know, internships. You could have you could have done all sorts of things that money you left it to a fucking cat. And I see a lot of celebrities, social activist celebrities, Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, others mourning the loss of this guy. Two hundred million dollars to a cat. Tone deaf. Doesn't immediately affect me. Why should I care? Even though I work with these people. Let's let's end on something on a good note. Queen Latifah. You know, the female version of Cory Booker. You and I T Y. This is Queen Latifah is apparently going to invest fourteen million dollars in affordable housing project in her Newark, New Jersey hometown. It's fourteen million to build a twenty to build 20 multifamily townhomes and a three-story mixed-use building with an additional 16 units. Sounds awesome. Sounds like T.I. By the block. By the way, you know, I want to say that, you know, I wish T.I. and his family strength and courage and they lost their sister. To be honest, I think you probably know that better than I, I did. Uh... T.I.'s sister uh, passed. She was 66. I think her name was Precious. Is that right? Uh, I can't remember her name. It seems like they were pretty close. So, you know. Uh, but in any event, you know, it's, it's, you know, life is happening. Whether you do nothing or whether you do something. You know, I'm thankful for people like Queen Latifah to have done something. I mean, I agree with a lot of things she does. For example, completely hide her actual uh, sexuality when she could be probably a uh, a champion and a force uh, for people who have you know certain issues with getting acceptance based on their status. I think that's pretty cowardly. But for this, is not. So slow clap for Queen Latifah for trying to give back to the community. And you know, I don't agree with Killer Mike most of the time, but by the block's a pretty good idea. Uh, didn't didn't Rick Ross say that first? See, that's what Rick Ross be talking about. We just don't give him his credit for anything. Yeah, ever. Rick Ross said it had a buy back the block movement before, and he ha- he owns checkers and rallies and winged stops and all kind of stuff in his neighborhood. See, that's bullshit. Why would you order? So he owns all these places that are killing. Well, not just that. I think people he, of color. He owns real estate as well. But I mean, the idea though is if you're gonna buy dope, buy it from him. I support that idea. You know, change that money over multiple yeah. multiple times. We don't need any of that. In the hood, we don't need any of those stores owned by white people. None of them. And I don't care if they're vegan or, or they're hurtful. Every dollar needs to stay there if we can make it, if we make, make that possible. Because, you know, once we get really successful, then they will firebomb us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Black Wall Street, 
Google it. Uh, once upon a time in this country, what me and Beyonce are advocating did happen. Yeah. And there was a very vibrant black community. And what did white supremacy do? Ah, no. Fuck all this. Right. It was the largest assault on United States soil since the Civil War. And there's no way for me to tell you another angle. That's exactly what it was. It's fucked up. There's no other perspective is what I'm saying. <laughs> no. Like, what's that? Yeah. It's getting closer. Boom. <laughs> what do we do? You niggas were successful. You know what's funny, though? Full circle, King Kunta? The, the premise that, it, the, the, that that firebombing was launched on was an Emmett Till type situation. It was a Jesse Smollett type situation. Oh no, it wasn't because Jesse Smollett's going to do time. <laughs> right. Well, you know what I'm saying though. It was the it was the lie. It was built on the lie of a black man doing something to a white woman. Yep. So burn the entire successful town down because well, these niggas was too successful. <sighs> yeah. Listen, it's been up another episode on black on both sides. We covered a lot of ground today. None of it was black and white. You know, I'm going to ask you again. Please, 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 please uh, share the show. Uh, share it on social media. You can find the our our current official uh, Instagram is King Kunta Three X. Uh, great way to share the show with friends. Uh, we also ask that if you want to become a premium member, hit up rarescience.com, You know, and uh, for a little price of four ninety nine, you get access to uh, all of our uh, archive net uh, content from all the shows on the on the Rare Science Network, as well as uh, you'll get access to our premium blogs. So, great way to help out the show. Uh, and also, last but not least, I say this every week, I want to hear you guys in the Slack room. So please uh, go to rarescience.com, ask to get into the Slack room, and that way, uh, be honest, myself can interact with you all day, every day. 